Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven to deep left. For the live, she is gone. Aaron Judge lined one right down the line. Swung on and lined a right center field. It is a base hit. Grounding third, scoring kind of from left off. And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run. Talking all things Yankees baseball. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bomber Brothers podcast. Sean and Ryan Chichester with you as always. Got some breaking news to react to on this Thursday morning. It's uh, was shaping up to be a pretty bleak podcast, Sean. We just the Yankees just dropped both games to the Mets, which is always frustrating. But beyond that, they've lost six of 10 and they, they're 10 and 12 in July. So they're obviously not performing at the uh, rate they were earlier in the season. But now the Yankees have made a move to try to counteract that. They have traded for Andrew Benintendi. It's already officially announced. Three lower level minor league pitchers go to Kansas City in return. Um, and uh, probably going to have hot stove trade deadline rumors going on all through the next few days. So make sure you're subscribed, rate and review, all that good stuff. But Sean, what's your uh, initial reaction to the Yankees getting Benintendi and which also in turn signifies probably the end of the Joey Gallo tenure? Well, I mean, you you saw my instant reaction. I was, um, you know, being a, a, Typical Yankee fan, a, a little bit almost disappointed at first. I just want to caveat that and say at first, I was because I was just so amped up to get like Reynolds or Ga- uh, not Gallo, oh geez, uh, or Soto. Um, and then after a, a really crappy loss to the Mets, I was just like in a bad mood. And then I saw they got Benintendi, and I'm like, oh come on, like such feels like such a half measure move. Like here's a here's a rental who's not really a, a superstar. Um, and I was at first kind of disappointed, I would say, but the more I calmed down and thought about it, the more I talked myself. And then you hear that he's going to get his shot so he could play those games in Toronto, um, which, you know, for, for home field could be a huge thing. And then, then if they play in the playoffs too. So, um, you know, I, I think he's, 
he's a, he's an improvement. I'll say like, he's not going to put them to me over the top or anything, but he's definitely an improvement. I mean, you put, you put him in the outfield um, and then you can, you know, play judge and right and, and Hicks and center move Carpenter back to DH. Uh, definitely, um, definitely an improvement. Yeah. Oh no, it's for sure. An improvement. It's um, you know, you're getting a high contact bat who uh, I think, Lindsay Adler had a good analysis or reaction of, of the news right after the trade saying the Yankees kind of learned their lesson from Gallo last year. They, they were a high power, high swing and miss team. And they went out and got basically the epitome of that in Joey Gallo last year at the deadline. And now this year they kind of go very much more against that grain and get a high contact guy in Benintendi who has an OBP of almost 400. I think it's 390, something like that. Obviously, the power hasn't been there. I think he's still stuck on the three home runs, but that's that is going to go up at at Yankee Stadium. We've we've seen him slug at at Yankee Stadium before on on the wrong side of it when he was with Boston. But I mean, it's I think it's an addition in and of itself just by acquiring Ben Benintendi, and it's also addition by subtraction because it takes a significant amount of at bats out of the hands of of Joey Gallo, who's who's been terrible since since the trade almost exactly a year ago today. So yeah. I think it's uh I think I think it's a good move. I think it's an expected move. And you know, it's the same way. Like you 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 see the trade and then part of you is like, "Oh, what does this mean for a Juan Soto trade?" I think it's also important to remember how much it would have taken, how far off a lot of teams probably are, not just the Yankees in terms of getting Soto. And and I think it's also important to remember if the Nationals were to come back to the Yankees and re-engage in any kind of trade talks that may have already happened regarding Juan Soto, losing these three minor league pitchers who have never pitched above a ball is not going to stop the Yankees from putting a package together to get Soto. So I, I wouldn't say that that completely takes them out of the Soto sweepstakes. Obviously, it means that they're bracing to not get a guy like Soto. Mm-hmm. Um, and and still bolster the outfield. Reynolds obviously would have been a fantastic pickup, but again, we really don't know what Pittsburgh's stance is on moving him because of how much team control he has left. And he's um, and just I believe he's just coming back from that oblique injury, which which are always tricky. So you you never know. But the Yankees make a move. We wanted them to make a move. Outfield was one of the spots that needed to be addressed the most. And now look ahead to the rotation and the bullpen. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I. I- I think he checks a lot of boxes. Um, you know, he's what, like top 90th percentile in strikeout rate. Uh, I'm looking at his baseball savant now. Expected batting average, 89th percentile. Uh, doesn't hit the ball hard uh, particularly often, but he does find ways to get on base. He, he walks a lot. Um, I'm not sure where the Yankees are going to put him in the order, but if you put a guy who's in, you know, the the 90th percentile, or 80th even and above on base in, in front of judge and, and Rizzo. That's awesome. And it also can get, give you opportunity to, you know, not, I don't mean like move DJ down in terms of like, Oh, he should be hitting lower in the order, but put him in a, a spot where you're, you're comfortable when he's coming up with runners in scoring position rather than a guy like, like Donaldson, I'll say. Um, so that, that, that could really work out. Um, you know, to, to the Yankees favor too. And I, I think, look, Benintendi is a left fielder, so you can take judge out of center all the time. I think that'll probably help judge stay, stay a little bit more fresh. And uh, yeah, we can, you know, 
it also I think it has a really good um, down the road effect for for Stanton and Judge because it's allow, it's going to allow them to get more rest. It's going to allow you to DH Carpenter more often, especially while Stanton's on the shelf, which we were not expecting, and we'll have to get into that. But um, yeah, I, I mean, look, it, it makes them a better team, but this can't be the only move. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? If they got Soto, then it's like okay, that's going to cover up so much other stuff. Um, now it's just the piece of, of hopefully multiple moves and, uh, it, it's been late getting going at the trade deadline. I, I was really shocked. This is the first big move we've had. Um, and you know, we're, we're under a week to go. So, uh, happy to see them get Benintendi happy. He's going to get his shot and be able to play in Toronto and, uh, he'll be in the lineup tonight because the Yankees play the Royals. But, uh, but overall, I would say I am, uh, I'm cool with it. That would be my, that would be my reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, Benintendi was coming to town anyway, because the Royals are coming to New York for a four game set. So um, yeah, Benintendi will be in pinstripes very quickly. And uh, yeah, my kind of same reaction. I'm, I'm good with it. I think it's a solid move. It's obviously one that's not going to make me jump out of my chair. It's not Reynolds or Soto, but it's still a good move with a return that fits the mold for a solid rental. Again, you, you don't have to commit to Benintendi. He's a free agent after this season. So this is likely a pure rental move for this playoff push. And, and be even beyond, even beyond the stats that, that you Nate, that you listed that show how he fits into this lineup. He also has years and years of experience in the American league East. He has playoff experience. He's won a world series with the Red Sox in 2018. So he brings all that too. Then you mentioned it's a good point about Stan too. Maybe this recent IL stint by Stan is also a reminder to the Yankees of, man, we, we need to keep Stan and judge healthy and preserved before the playoffs, because they're obviously so important to this team and look no further than whatever their absurd record is when they both hit a home run, in the same game, it's like 29 and one at this point or something like that. So Though they're important guys, you need to preserve them. You need them fresh for October, and Benintendi is going to help you be able to do that in terms of keeping Judge out of center field as much. Even though he really enjoys playing there, uh, you can get Stan more time out of the outfield. And you know this is obviously all contingent on the Yankees keeping a safe lead in the division. Hopefully, build increase their lead atop the American League so they can secure that top seed and if you do that then you'll have the luxury of resting these key guys while also not dropping off too much because you're replacing them with a quality bat like Benintendi obviously the power will drop off dramatically when you're replacing guys like Judge and Sand in the lineup with Benintendi but he's still a guy that can get on base a lot and uh yeah I, I think I think it's a good move Yep, and we'll see. I'm excited. I always get excited to see how they're going to piece the lineup together. So, so we'll see, and we'll we'll go from there. And and you know, hopefully, we'll have more to uh, more to analyze going forward. Yeah, that that becomes the question now: is is what's next for the Yankees? You know, we've got some reports that they're quote unquote engaged with Luis Castillo, and that they've checked in on Frankie Montas. So, I. I you know, obviously, I have no idea. This is just gut feeling, but I, I'm, I have a fairly high level of confidence that they're going to go get one of those two guys. I think the rotation is such a clear need right now, especially with uh, Severino on the shelf. Tyone's been been bad. Montgomery's been solid all year, but he had a 
pretty pretty big hiccup against against yeah. the Mets on Monday. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you think is ahead in your crystal ball, but I, I would imagine they get one of those two guys, and then it would be great if they could get another arm or two for the bullpen before Tuesday's deadline. Yeah, well, I mean, I think on the post game show yesterday, Jack Curry said that the the Yankees feel that their number two starter is not on the team. So that would indicate they're getting one of, you know, one of the two big fish out there. I hope it's Castillo personally. I thought, you know, we, we talked about watching him pitch at Yankee stadium when he, the Reds came to town. It was very impressive. Um, he just seems to have it. And uh, I I'd love to have him, but I'm not going to cry about Montas either. They're both really good pitchers. Um, and I, I think it is, a, is a need right now. Um, I I think you'll get one of Bonte or or Tyone to straighten themselves out, but that's still you know that's still only one out of two. We'll see what happens here. I think that that that's the ultimate need, and I, I'm actually more okay with the Yankees maybe not making as huge of a move with the bullpen, but they need to bring in some bodies, so to speak. I think the Yankees can turn some of these guys into really good bullpen arms like they have. I have more, I have more confidence in them going out and getting a reliever that I have heard of once or twice and thinking, okay, that's going to somehow work out than, than a middle of the road starter just for the, what we've experienced. So go get the big fish in, in your starting pitching and, and you can figure out a couple maybe bargain bin options in the bullpen. I feel like. Yeah, I think that's a solid plan. We'll see if the, if the Yankees follow through.